Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. Real talk about improving your game if you're a 12 plus handicap player. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and face the truth about what it takes to get your game where you want it to be. I'm your host, Craig Jones. I've been a golf coach for 25 years and have helped 20,000 players improve their game through online learning. And I've learned a few things along the way and now I'm sharing those things so you can stop wasting time and fix what matters. Welcome to reality. There's one skill that the vast majority of 12 plus handicap players need to master but never will, even though it's not that hard of a change to make. Most players are just trying to skip steps on the way from taking this change from concept to course. Let's get real. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Face First Golf Podcast. If your handicap is over 12, you're in the right place because this is real talk about improving your game for 12 plus handicap players. This is where we leave the delusions of the online golf marketing world behind and we face the truth about what it takes to get your game where you want it to be. So welcome to reality. Today, we're talking about, I see way too many players who are kind of dabbling in improving their golf game. I call this motion as opposed to action, okay? And motion makes you feel like you're moving towards something. Motion would be watching YouTube videos. Motion might be signing up for every golf improvement plan out there. I can't tell you how many times I have somebody reach out to cancel their membership. Turns out they don't have a membership at all. They've got so many golf improvement memberships, they don't even know how many they have. So these are serial online golf improvement program purchasers, okay? And those are always the, the people who are always in motion, but they're never actually taking action because they are always looking for the next big thing. And I always call this BSO, okay? This is bright, shiny object syndrome. And if you have bright, shiny object syndrome, you're looking for the hack or the, the shortcut. And I'm here to tell you that while, yes, there are shortcuts and ways to get results quickly, but that hack, that 10-minute fix, that that 10-swing fix, it does not exist. That is a lie. And how do I know this? I know this because over the last 25 years of teaching golf, I've seen over and over the players who think that there is some hack or some way to take a somewhat challenging swing change and somehow have it show up in their full swing at full speed right away. And that just doesn't happen. So let me describe that a little bit more here because this is an, a really important concept to understand here. And this is what I teach everybody. You cannot, when you are first learning a new skill in your golf swing and the skill that you've got to learn if you're a 12 plus handicap player, you have to learn how to swing from the inside on the downswing and make a forearm rollover release. That is the real source of effortless power. And of course, that's what everybody wants is effortless power, right? So the opposite of that is the over-the-top swing and then the chicken wing. And that's what the vast, vast, vast majority of especially 12-plus handicap players will struggle with their whole lives. And they will never 
solve that problem. And the reason that they will never solve that problem is not because it's extremely difficult to solve that problem. It's not super easy. It's a challenge, but it can be done. But the reason it hardly ever is done is because players are in motion instead of taking action. And they really honestly have trouble accepting the fact that there's not a hack or some way to take a difficult swing change, like swinging from the inside and learning that forearm rollover release from something that really they can't do at all to something that they can do in their full swing at full speed on the golf course. And there are a whole bunch of steps in in between that. This is what I call concept to course, and they're trying to skip those steps, right? And I guess they're, they're not necessarily trying to skip but they are skipping because they're, they think that there is some hack. So they may not be trying to skip those steps. They just don't know that there are steps in between. So the hack is a lie. It does not exist. The only way to take this swing change from concept to course is to go through the stages and the steps of making a swing change. So what are they? The first one is to learn how to make the motion. So that's the very first thing that we... We cover in Face First Golf, we talk about how you really just start to learn how to make the motion. Usually this involves exaggerating swinging from the inside and exaggerating release with a small swing without a golf ball. And I'm not a huge advocate for practice without a golf ball. I do think you have to get the golf ball involved as quickly as possible because we all know that things change when there's a golf ball down there, right? We all know this, players who, we see these players who their swing looks like poetry when they're just swinging a golf club, put a put a ball down in front of them, and all of a sudden it looks like a seizure, right? So, so things change when there's a golf ball because the task changes from swing the club to hit the golf ball, and the hit impulse makes you swing over the top. And it makes that flipping with the hands come out. It makes the, I always call it the stop the hips flip move, one of the really common moves that the the majority of players really struggle with. So all those things come out when you get a golf ball involved. So the first step is to learn how to make the motion without a golf ball. And we don't spend a ton of time on that, but it is worth learning. And recently I've kind of come around to that a little bit because I have always said that practice without a ball isn't practice, but I've now seen enough members who've had success and say that some of these really simple motions that we do without actually hitting a ball has really helped them. One of them is the swing the triangle motion. If you can picture your hands, your arms extended, your palms together, your hands and your shoulders would form a triangle. That's a motion that we talk about moving your hands straight back and then looping those hands a little bit from the inside on the downswing. Surprisingly, I've been shocked by how many players have come back with feedback that just that little motion showed them, gave them a really great visual for what it feels like to actually swing that club path from the inside on the downswing for the first time. So there is a place for that motion without a golf ball, but then the next step is to get a golf club in your hands, make the motion, then get a golf ball on the ground and make the motion. And here's how I always explain this. 
start when you're first starting getting a golf ball involved, I want to see you start with, I always say, one-eighth speed and one-eighth length swings. And just, and of course, everybody will always go longer than that. Nobody goes as short as they feel like they do. Everybody makes longer, bigger swings than what they feel like. That's why overswinging in the backswing is such a common problem. But make that eighth speed, eighth length swing and see if you can just put a golf ball in the way of that motion. That's how I like to think about it. You're not trying to hit the ball, just wave over the ball a couple of times with the motion and then almost try to trick yourself by then just kind of putting your the ball in the way of the motion that you're making. So you wave over the top a couple of times, swinging from the inside, exaggerating probably swinging from the inside, exaggerating that forearm, roll over, release. Do that a couple of times right over the top of the ball. Then try to trick yourself by actually making that motion and just kind of letting the ball get in the way of the motion as if you're not hitting a ball at all so that hopefully the task does not change from make the motion to hit the ball, right? So that's the goal. And I think it's really important to mention that this work would be done hitting balls into a net, okay? Because nobody is going to do that small swing work that's required to make changes like this at the driving range when you're you know, paying for golf balls or whatever. So you have to do your small swing work at home, into a net. That is a topic for a whole other episode. I've got so much to share about practice and how ball flight can be a distraction during practice sessions. I know it sounds absurd, but uh, when you hear me out on that, I think you will come around and uh, maybe agree as so many members have benefited from this philosophy on practice. So, those marathon ball beating sessions at the range are a complete waste of time. So you learn how to swing from the inside, make the forearm roll over release at eighth speed, eighth length swing. Now your next step to this is then to see if you can go quarter speed, quarter length. And along the way here, I really like to see you start to record some swings, okay? Because I can almost guarantee you, feel is not real, I can almost guarantee you what you think you're doing and what you're actually doing are not the same thing. I remember back in the day when Butch Harmon was coaching Tiger Woods and Tiger saying that feel is not real. And I remember thinking, if feel is not real for Tiger Woods, what chance do the rest of us have? So it's really important that you give yourself feedback and members send me their swings for feedback. We do these live lesson Fridays where you can send in your swing and I actually share my screen with you and put your swing up next to a pro, draw the line, show you everything that's going on and all that stuff. And then uh, then I switch cameras and actually walk out to the net and give live lessons. And it's a great way to start to develop your eye because I think it's so important it's not just about using video to improve your game because most people don't know how to use video to improve your game. And the reason they don't is because they don't have an eye for it. And the only way to develop your eye for it is to record swings, look at them yourself, give them to me for feedback. Let me kind of coach and guide you 
on what you're looking for. And if you do enough of that, your eye really develops. And I always say the goal, the end goal is that you start to see what I see when you look at video. And it's a lot of fun because members who really stick with this over time have said that they start to see things in the swings of their buddies or the swings of people on the driving range, all of these things that they never saw before. And it really opens up a whole new world when you develop an eye for not only your swing, but the swing in general. I probably wouldn't recommend immediately going out and, and trying to start teaching, teaching, coaching golf or teaching lessons or anything like that. But it really is a cool experience when you start to learn how to develop your eye and you start seeing things that you never saw before. So let me just go through this process again here real quickly. So you start by learning to swing from the inside and make the forearm rollover release with eighth length, eighth speed swings. Then you get to where you can do that. You're recording some swings. You know what you're looking for. You're, st you're seeing yourself starting to make that motion with those really small swings and you're really getting it down. Now you go to quarter length, quarter speed. See if you can get it to happen at that speed with hitting a golf ball. And then you go to half swing, half speed, three-quarter swing, three-quarter speed, and on and on. And that is the process because what's going to happen at first is you're going to see that you get to a point pretty quickly probably where you can do it with a half swing. You can swing from the inside, release the club with a half swing. But you can't do it with a full swing. So now you know right between half swing and three-quarter swing. I'm sorry, you can't do it with a three-quarter swing, not a full swing yet. You, so then you realize that somewhere right between that half swing and that three-quarter swing is where it starts to break down. And now you know that's where your barrier exists. That's what you've got to, that's the barrier that you've got to break through. You've got to get it now happening in your three-quarter swing. And that's the process. Eventually you do enough of that that you get to a point where it starts to show up in your full swing. And then there are even levels beyond that. Now, does it show up in your full swing just hitting balls into the net? Or does it show up in your full swing when you're hitting balls on the range with ball flight? And if it shows up when you're hitting balls on the range with ball flight, does it show up on the course? And if you're on the course, does it show up on the course when you're in a dogfight match and it's and you're under you're super stressed? Does it does it show up there? So there are just all of these different levels to it, but that is the process of taking this difficult to make swing change, which is swinging from the inside, forearm rollover release. That's where all the power is. That's what every 12 plus handicap player needs to learn because it's what separates them from those lower handicap players. And I have yet to see a single person in my 25 years of teaching golf who can take that swing change from concept to full swing, full speed, immediately. Nobody can do that. It's not possible. In my opinion, it's not possible. I've never seen it. Maybe it is possible. Maybe maybe it's happened somewhere out there and I've just never seen it. But anybody who tells you that the 10 minute or, or the 10 swing fix exists is not telling you the truth. So there you have it. Uh, this is uh, just this is what we do on the Face First Golf Podcast. You know, this is where we, we get real about golf improvement. We don't sugarcoat it. We don't blow smoke. Uh, one time I looked up, and I don't remember why this was, but I looked up the origin of 
blowing smoke up your butt. And it turns out that on the River Thames, way back in the day in old England, it was believed for some reason that, and I don't know why this was, but I guess a bunch of people were drowning in the river. And for some reason it was believed that if they would blow nicotine smoke up their butts, it would revive the people. And so apparently they installed these, uh, you know, like accordion-like looking thing, like a thing that you would use to blow up a fireplace. And I guess they installed these along the river and, uh, and then they would have some means by which you would burn tobacco, suck it in there, and then you could blow smoke up people's butts to try to <laughs> revive them. So, um, so supposedly that's where it came from. I don't know, but uh, I guess eventually they probably figured out that that didn't work and uninstalled those. And uh, so they were just for no reason. They were just blowing smoke up people's butts. But a lot of people do it today too, especially when it comes to improving your game. We don't do that here at Face First Golf. We tell you the truth about what it takes to improve your game. So um, that uh, that took <laughs> a strange turn there at the end, but there there you have it. No uh, no blowing smoke. That's how you uh, that's how you take a swing change from concept to course. There is no other way to do it that I know of. But I don't know everything. Maybe somebody has another way. I've just never seen it in my 25 years of teaching golf. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Take care. If your handicap's over 12, the number one skill you have to learn is to learn how to swing from the inside and make that powerful forearm rollover release. It sounds simple, and it is simple, but simple to understand isn't always easy to do. That's why so many players join Face First Golf to get access to all the resources I've built over the last 10 years and to attend Live Lesson Fridays where you upload your swing and I show you what to work on live via Zoom. It's just one of a ton of resources available to members, and you can check it out at facefirstgolf.com. If your handicap is over 12 and you're ready to get real about improving your game, it doesn't take body wrecking, marathon ball beating sessions, but it does take committing to five to 10 minute daily practice sessions at home. To learn about my new 44 day plan to remake your game, come by and see us at facefirstgolf.com.